Branding BFF is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Branding BFF, a podcast for service businesses, creative professionals, and coaches. I'm your host, Lisa Spear. I'll be having authentic conversations with entrepreneurs and brand creators, so you can gain behind-the-scenes insights and inspiration to apply to your branded business. Please note, these are uncensored conversations with guests, so there's a chance they'll be adult language. Today's topic is telling your brand story with video, and I've invited Duncan Littlefield of The Littlefield Company to join me. His company uses video to tell brand stories. They describe themselves as digital storytellers, content creators, and collaborators. There's a couple reasons why I picked Duncan for this conversation. First, I had a client who hired me to do some brand foundation work so he could get clear on his brand personality and brand messaging before working with Duncan's company. He wanted to make sure he was making the most of his time and money. At the end of my work, we had a joint meeting to communicate all the insights and decisions to the Littlefield company. I remember being impressed with Duncan's willingness to connect and collaborate. Second, their company is focused on brand stories, and these are the things that really help bring a brand to life. Third, every time Duncan and I have talked since then, we've had a great time connecting about brand strategy, and I thought capturing some of our behind-the-scenes conversations would be helpful for entrepreneurs. Welcome, Duncan. Well, thanks for having me. So let's dive right in. Why do you focus on telling brand stories versus just focusing on being a standard production company? You know, that's a great question, and it's a question that we get a lot. But I think the biggest thing for, you know, for even who I am of how we started was I always, when I picked up a camera, I always asked the question of what's it for? So even if it was for a wedding or if it was for a random event, it was going like, where's this, where does it want to live? What does it want to do? What, how does it going to connect with somebody to make them love it forever? And so the biggest thing around that is compared to being a big production house is that we want to tell the small micro stories of why a company got started. You know, what's the meaning behind the logo and every bit along the way. So at that point, a consumer, if you're trying to earn business or have an ask on the end, you actually gain their trust because they are connected to the brand and they feel a part of it. So if someone comes in to you and they don't have a clear brand personality or have a strong brand foundation, what do you do? Coach. And that's, that's our biggest thing is that we sit back and we coach and we, we try to bring out the stories from them just talking authentically about it. And we will use so many different resources to bring in and it's going through everything from like, hey, what videos do you like and what videos don't you like? You know, why don't you like the way this one company presented their brand? And then also like, we'll work with people like you. We're not the company that's going to take your whole business from A to Z, from a logo design to everything like that. We are the team that is going to bring the best stories out just from conversation, as well as like what your goal is. So our always first question is, what's the goal? And if that's a 10-year goal, if that's a five-year goal, if that's a 20-year goal, we need to keep, rem- uh, we need to make people remember what they need to remember when it comes to branding. So how do you help the really early businesses, the really young entrepreneurs where they're just starting out maybe in their first year of business when they maybe don't know where they want to be in 20 years? And that's okay. 
I think the biggest part is that we as a company and anybody, you know, if this kind of this question relates a lot to like the financial conversation, which is really interesting because, you know, if I can't support a company or my my team can't support a company at zero, then how should we expect to have their trust when they have a million dollars to spend on an ad campaign? We need to be there at the ground floor with them. So we have the ability, we have the right, we have the privilege to be with them when they have the million dollars. So when they don't have a clear brand messenger, or they're just starting, it's going like, what can we do right now to have somebody engage? If that's purely just documenting the process of if a startup is happening or if a product is being developed or whatever that is, it's maybe it turns into documentation compared to creating of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it's how do you have so many connection points throughout, if it's photo or video or shorts or a full piece, where are those connection points to then leverage for social or branding or literally development? Because the market's going to tell you what if you're doing a good job or not. So as a young company, if you, if you release a piece of content and the market's like, that'll never work, and like nobody buys, well, then like you'll know to shift pretty darn fast. And... Then at that point, it's like, okay, cool. Like, But then our content shifts. Because if you release a product and it's red and nobody likes it in red, but everybody likes it in blue, well, then you better believe that we're going to shift our whole strategy behind blue. Just like they're putting everything forward into the business side, we're going to put everything on our level on the content side. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting thing about branding and businesses. Like, we do evolve. And the more we're in business, the longer we're doing things, we're trying things. Uh, I think sometimes people assume that, you know, everyone has all the answers. <laughs> you, Gosh, look, no. you, you see examples of businesses thriving. And uh, I think sometimes those early stories get missed. And the fact that we, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, do need to be responsive. And at the same token, as uh, content creators, as branding experts, as brand, telling a brand story, like our job is to pull out what is true for our clients based on where they're at and as much as we know where they want to head. Totally. And in today's world, like the fake it till you make it is not real anymore. No. It's just not there. Like nobody connects to it. It's the person who's the Instagram, uh, the Instagram influencer who's renting the plane for 20 minutes to go take a photo in front of it is just like it doesn't connect with anybody anymore. Like they scroll right through that because they scroll right past it. Because they know it's not real. Yeah. The realness of it doesn't like, I think the big buzzword right now is hustle. And it's like somebody waking up at 4 a.m. and going to the office. Like, no, like it's a big difference between being an entrepreneur for who you are compared to like hustling for it and then showing the world that you're hustling for it. Because even if you take that photo at 4 a.m. and go back to sleep, nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> and people see right through it. If your product and you are you have a product or a brand or a company that thrives, well, people are going to see that. But that's real. And if people can be a part of it from the start of it, they're going to be so much they're going to be so much invested. They're going to be connected. They're going to be attached to the product 20 years from now. And that's the goal for us is how do we create a million different connection points to anybody watching? So let's talk a little bit about the different ways that you guys do use video because you've alluded to it in um, the broader conversation, but let's talk a little specifics. Yeah. um, You know, kind of uh, I'll ask another question. Like, what do you mean by specifics? Do you talking about just like how we leverage the content or like how we deploy it? Both. So 
for people listening, I think sometimes people think like, oh, the brand story through a video, they're just going to think maybe it's like a, a 60 or a 90 second commercial, so to speak, that you put on your website. That's one tool, but I happen to note that you guys use video in a lot of different ways. So love to hear first, like what you have in mind, all the different connection points that you can use video for. Yeah, totally. So I think the biggest thing is everybody first comes to us. And I think it's really interesting because we'll get an email or we'll, we'll talk to somebody and everybody has this like perfect bubble where they need like a two to three minute video. Like, that's what they say. They're like, I just need a two to three minute video. And the immediate question we have is why and what your goal is. Because for what your goal is, a two to three minute piece could be exactly what you need. Or it could be the last thing because no one will sit there and watch a two to three minute video. So it's understanding, looking at analytics, looking at your platform, looking at your consumer to say, how is your consumer engaging the content? So if I am heavily invested into Instagram, like that is like my main marketing strategy of going like I am on Instagram, that's my platform, that's what I'm engaging with. Well, then you got to be attached to every part of it. You got to think about what's going on your organic post, what's going on your Instagram story, what's attaching to IGTV. Are you swiping up to IGTV? Are you rotating? Is it vertical? So at that point, it's going where if you just shotgun it and give every piece of content you do out to everywhere, it's not going to work. Because yes, it'll connect with a lot of people and you'll have a couple impressions, but how many of those impressions are actually being followed up with a website click or an email send or a buy or a show up? It's whatever that ask is, you have to earn that trust from somebody. And I think that's the biggest thing we focus on is my belief is that every company should have the same goal and every company's goal should be trust. If you can earn trust with a brand with a consumer with anybody at that point you have an ask if that's to buy if that's to show up if that's to donate whatever it is you've earned that trust from that person and the minute trust is gone it's gone so from there it's how do you gain trust well you tell stories that create connection that earn your trust and so for that point is if we can tell 45 different stories about one brand that connect to the mom of four in missouri or the startup hustler or grinder in New York City at 23, well, then we've done an amazing job because we've given each of them a platform, a piece of connection to actually engage with the brand in and earn their trust for the long term. And that's how a brand will overall be successful because they have that consistent people coming back. So definitely I hear video can be used for social media. What are some other places that your video can connect? for that audience? Sure. I think the biggest question is always back to like, where, where do you want to live? Yeah. It's like, where does your, where does the final product have? Like, where does it live? If the main goal is to get somebody to the website, Mm -hmm. great. Then we are going to make the best video. We're going to put all of our attention on that website banner or website video or the documentary behind the website. But then how do you get people to the website? Exactly. It's what's the roadmap? (laughs) It's going, all right, now I'm going to have a 15 second short of on Instagram story vertical to going, hey guys, check out the website. We just put a new video up or it's going to be the first 15 seconds or it's going to be an individual teaser. We cut from the big four minute piece down to 15 seconds for that specific reason. Those little micro stories that can lead to the big story. Right. What's that? What's that one quote that'll go like, oh my gosh, I got to click this. 
I'm already thinking of so many quotes that you've already said today that I'm going to be pulling out into the show notes, right? right? Like, you, it's those moments. Yeah, if you have that moment, if you have that one, like, quote that'll hook somebody and they are on their own accord, say, I want to educate myself more into this brand or I'm, I want to figure more out or I want to learn more, it is your job then at that point to just feed them. And if you can feed them with the right education, with the right information about who you are, game over. You know, it's it's the end game. Like it's it's the goal of everything because you've earned their trust because you got them excited from a story that hit a connection point, that hit a nerve, that hit a trigger that says, I got to know more about this brand. And at that point, you can have the ask because you've gained the trust. So I think about a story that you've shared before about the backpack you bought. Can you tell that story? Uh, I think it's, it's actually, a perfect example. It's actually sitting right next to me. Um, I think the one of the the video that arguably changed my life is the North Face Access Pack. It is a 57 second video that showcases a guy living in the city and using this backpack for everything it does. It has it never shows his face. It never says that this backpack is great. It never says it has 74 zippers or whatever. Whatever the qualities have it, it doesn't do that. It literally makes me want to be that human being. And that's the connection point for me. And that's the buy, that's the trust. And I saw it, I watched 57 seconds of it, and I am a, yes, I'm somewhat of an impulse buyer, but I don't buy things immediately. I let it simmer and I let it, okay, now I see the investment, I see the quality into what I'm going to purchase, and then I go buy, mm-hmm. or then I have to have it. But this bag, 57 seconds later, after watching the video, I went, I clicked the link, I went to northface.com, and I pressed pre-order, and it showed up my, my doorstep two weeks later, and it was the fastest 250 bucks or $225, whatever it was, I've ever spent, but it literally changed my life. And I think you said that there was actually no voiceover to that video, right? No, nope, it, it was just sound effects. Just sound effects. It was, uh, and you watch it. It's, I mean, it's beautiful. It's well shot. It's clean. It's simple. But you even hear like the sound of like the street in New York City. You hear the sound of the coffee being brewed. You hear the sound of the door shutting. But then you also hear the sound of the zipper or the pull of the back. Or it, it's just, it's great. And it showed me what content can truly be without being salesy. And for our listeners, we are actually in Charlotte, North Carolina. So we are in a city, but not as big as New York City. No, but it made me want to be him. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, I, w- I walked out and I was like, okay, I need a bicycle and I need a backpack. And I need to- <laughs> like, I need everything that this guy does to live that life because that's where I see myself. And a 57-second video did that. And I don't ride a bike to work. Like, <laughs> I-, I do drink a lot of coffee, but I do use this backpack. Well, another thing that's interesting is that um, you talked about how it was just sound effects and beautiful video. I think a lot of times the first thing people think of when you're hearing tell a brand story, you think of words. Absolutely. So this is a great example of there are different ways that you can communicate a brand story. It can be purely visual with sound effects. It can actually be the actual story behind, like the words. Uh, Are there any other angles that you guys leverage? I think the biggest part of that is where does the creative need to come from and how do you connect with somebody or how do you grab somebody's attention? And, you know, we're working on a concept right now where it is uh, for a company who is focused on uh, camps and like young kids. And the goal is it to have like if you remember back in the day when you were in like middle school and elementary school, do you remember how big the lockers felt? 
Yeah. Like, it just felt so big. But if you go back to that elementary school right now, it's like you're towering over the lockers. Mm -hmm. So it's how do we create this perception? It's viewed from a child's eyes. So, like, the jungle gym seems four stories. Got it. And how do you connect to that? Is it sound effects to make it feel that way? Or is it the kid going, whoa? Or is it is it the mom, like, towering over the camera to be like, mm-hmm. hey, have fun today? And that's the, the creative process that, like, I absolutely love because it's a different viewpoint, a different lens, it's a different perspective, it's a different sound. It's not just going, hey, this is the product and it's great because like that's so unauthentic and i know authenticity is a big buzzword right now but but there's there's real meat to it too there's a reason why people are looking for authenticity right and again if you look at every company it's like where are their core values like you look at you know uh i'll pick on like north face as a backpack their goal or their mission is not to create a great product their goal is to help people Mm mm-hmm and so if you dial that back and if you just say, hey, the backpack's great and it has this, this zipper and it doesn't break, like, then it's not authentic to them. It's not to their core value. It's going, this bag will help you live your life better, period. And that is the, that's the pitch. That's their mission. That's their goal. And within that, it sold me. It caught me. Yeah, that's such a great example. And I also think the other things that you're talking about, it's really about you have a lot of tools at your disposal. You're not a one size fits all. You're looking at like how can you bring out that individual or that business's story in a way that will best represent them and at the same time connect with their audience. Absolutely. That's that's the goal. I mean, that's what literally motivates me every morning when I wake up is going, how do we how do we bring more value to the people we work with and the people who we trust or who trust us. And that's, that's a great honor. So what kinds of businesses or what stage of business does it seem like that you get a lot of people coming from? Like what's in common with your clients? We like to say that every client we work with or every partner we have is that they have a story and they're excited to tell it. Okay. Because if we are the company, if somebody comes to us and goes, hey, like I have, I have a company and I need a story. Well, you know what? Right now, like we're not the team. Yes, we can pull things out and we're going to do that. But we're not the team to sit back and go like, this is your logo and this is your brand identity. It's we want to work with people who are excited to share it because that means they're going to be invested into the content as much as we are. If somebody's not ready to, then it's going to be like, OK, cool. I heard I need a video. Like that's, we get a lot of that. Yeah. It's, I heard I need a video for my, my 17 year old daughter or my marketing intern. We need a video. It's the should or the comparison game. Right. (laughs) Compared to, Hey, I want a video and I'm, I'm excited about this because I believe in the growth aspect to my company. Like I love that when I hear that. And so common theme is, is that it's story related. It's connection built. And with an ultimate goal, like people know what their goals are when they work with us. And if not, they'll figure it out through our process. Yeah. Do you ever give um, prospective clients who maybe aren't ready yet either homework to go off and get ready or have connect them to another um, resource so that they can actually get to the point where they are ready for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. We, we don't necessarily, uh, we recommend people. Um, but again, we are a strong believer in investing into small companies because at every point in everyone's career, they were a small company. So if I can't support somebody very early on, like somebody supported me, 
I am not doing my job. Yeah, and sometimes supporting them is is referring them to somebody else. Like I think about sometimes where someone's got a business idea, but they're not ready for branding because they actually haven't vetted their idea. They haven't really figured out their business model. It's a little too early. And it doesn't mean that I can't connect them to other people, but it just means that they're not ready to invest that time and money yet because they won't get the maximum value. Absolutely. They'll be spending money for something that is is not my area of expertise. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that is the ultimate. We have, I mean, we've, we've talked to a few people where it's, hey, we're not ready right now, but what are the steps to get ready? And maybe the first step is photography, or maybe the first step is graphics, or maybe the first step, it could be a handful of different things for what somebody's goal is. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're here as a full partner and that's what our responsibility and that's what we love. Like that's what we love. But you know, the people we work with are everything from the second day startup to, you know, a fortune 10 company in the world. Like, and we're, so it's no, Hey, we're focused on this brand or we're focused on this sector or this division of it. Like none of that. It's, if it's you got driven a, by a story. Yeah, if you got a story and you're excited to talk about it and you're excited to connect to people, then, like, we're in. So talk to me a little bit about um, relationship. You have something on your website about being partners for life. Mm-hmm. And you've talked a little bit about relationship, earning trust, and, and over the long haul having a long-term plan for video. So tell us a little bit about your perspective about relationships. I am, um, as, a, as my who I am as Duncan Littlefield, as the DNA that I have, I am a little too trusting. Um, I've been caught by it, but I wouldn't change it. And I, it's even when it comes down to like our team, it's whenever we bring somebody on, it's like my commitment to them is 40 years. You know, I'm 30 years, 30 years old now. And I say, I'm going to be doing this till I'm 70. And if you want to stick with me and you want to achieve your goals and you want to drive long, long term with me and see this through, I got you for 40 years. And if that is, you know, somebody right now just being a video editor and then all of a sudden in five years going, hey, you know what, video editing's great and I love it, but I'm kind of have this bug. I kind of have this itch that like I want to become a coffee barista and open my own coffee shop. Well, that's incredible. But how do we do that together? Mm -hmm. And it's going, all right, cool. Like, let's talk about a business plan. Let's talk about a strategy. And do we start as a small business as a coffee shop or do we go into the roaster business? And that's where even at the ground floor, the foundation of our company, then like if I can't support my people with that for a full life together, then how can we support a company through ups, turns, downs, recessions, highs? Like we can't, we cannot have that expectation of ourselves if we don't start with ourselves. And so partners for life means everything to us is that every person we talk to, it's not tomorrow, it's it's 10 years from now when we're still doing this, how are we evolving it? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I don't like the agency model. And I know there's a lot of people probably out here who are in the agency world and there's nothing wrong with it. I think the one part that we're, we're going to stay very far away from is that like that creative director role, because I believe if somebody is a creative director and not open to collaboration or conversation, then everything looks similar. And that's, great there's a lot of amazing artists and creators out there but if no one's open to the table and open to the conversation of literally playing ping pong and rallying ideas back and forth then everything's going to look the same for whatever company you talk about it's just going to have a different logo in the end right it's being hired for style over 
again, pulling out what's authentic or true for that business or that company. Correct. And that's where we as a team, when we sit down with a, with a, you know, a future partner for the first time, it's not, hey, what, what are we going to do? It's going, you got to walk us through your brand. Why does the logo look that way? What is the stories? And every member of my team, excuse me, of our team can hear it from them. And it's not just like Duncan meeting with the CEO and being like, okay, guys, like this is the, this is their brand. It's like, no, no, like that CMO or the head of uh, director of brand or whoever it is, or the CEO is literally walking them through the deck of going, this is the way the logo is for this, for digital. This is how it's printed. This is this. And it's like, great, great, great. And then we speed up the process on the end, but we're arguably a, then a support arm to that team, or we're a, we're just in another division or another office down the down the street. We're at no point going, we have to send 47 emails and meet three times over a video. Yeah. So we're, every partnership we have is long-term and very honored to have that. So in Charlotte's very, very much known for being a relationship-driven city. Um, but are all your clients in Charlotte or do you actually work with people outside of Charlotte too? Yeah, right now we're probably... I would say about 70% Charlotte, 30% outside of Charlotte. Um, You know, when we have a company right now, we have a partner right now. It's an incredible, uh, it's it's an agency, but they focus on like SEO and marketing. But their big plans to expand and they're based out of Chicago. So we'll, we'll travel everywhere. We travel super light because, again, we know that it's not the big production house budget. And nor do we want it to be because we want to turn things over extraordinarily fast. And... We yeah like if you gave me a Super Bowl budget and was like <laughs> Duncan here's six point five million dollars and I need a Super Bowl ad I would literally go okay amazing but if we take that six point five million and if I take two million and put it into content creation over the next year and then at that point we put four and a half million dollars behind Facebook ad spend and Instagram ad spend and LinkedIn ad spend I guarantee you you'll have more impressions more touch points, more connections, and I believe that I'll have a higher ROI on that concept than a Super Bowl ad. Well, it's the landscape has changed so much. I mean, I still remember back in my days in New York, I think I think it was like half a million dollars just for one 30-second commercial that I was working on. And the landscape has changed tremendously since then. So video really is having... A moment in a new way, right? Like it used to be video was for commercials. Um, talk a little bit about the role of video these days in engagement in um, all the different types of social media. Um, like, are there any platforms that seem to be heavily, more heavily weighted towards video over anything else? You know, just a little bit like, what's your perspective? Yeah, I think video right now is like the Wild West where it's like still a little undecided on like where it should be in social or it's not one platform. Yes. Like you have YouTube and you have Vimeo or YouTube mainly as that, but it's so accessible now, you know, right now what we're doing, you and I talking face to face. Yes. The nice part about our relationship and our friendship is that this would happen regularly, but this is uncommon. Yeah. The world that we live in now is all driven through the cell phone. And this right now, if you didn't record it or you didn't have a camera going, like people go like, did it really happen? <laughs> and that's the great part and the unfortunate part where society is. And so I think, you know, Instagram has changed that. YouTube has drastically changed that. And I think it's only getting stronger. Um, yes, YouTube ads and, and 
monetizing that I think is definitely worthy of that. Um, and I think a lot of people are upset with that because it's technically a search engine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that being said, I know Facebook, like you look at the Facebook stats and like how many hours of Facebook videos on Facebook are watched a day or uploaded. It's staggering. Like it is, it is what reality is now. It's a 15 second clip of a girl buying a new purse to a child jumping into the water for the first time to a 75 year old's birthday party. Like it is all documented and the people who have the courage to put it out and enjoy putting it out. I believe the people who will have the most leverage in the long term. So what would you say is the intersection point between people's own videos and the work you do? Well, that's a great question. I think there is a great blend of the two. And our job as a coach for a company is to figure out what that blend or that merge is. We never come in and go, we're the only company. And we are <laughs> the, we're the, like, if you put a video out, it only is produced by us. Like, no, 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 that's not, we are only here to support your story. So if it's something that you cannot do, we're there for you. But I'll pick on, you know, if, if we had a baker as a client, and the goal was on their social, they put out a daily video about the new pastry they had. Well, it makes no sense for me to go over there every morning and document it and cut a video for them. Right. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. The, the quality is going to be way too high for what their consumer is. And then for that fact, it's like, all right, does this make sense for who you are? Because, again, going back to the goal, you know. I always relate it back to uh, kind of my funny little story is that like the story is everything. So if a company hired me, if a shoe company hired us to then take a video of a pair of shoes walking down the street and the, you know, shoe company A is a $10 budget. Well, I have an iPhone and I have my shoes on my feet and I got a street outside. But if you're Louis Vuitton, well, then you need a hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollar budget to get Jennifer Aniston walking down a pair of Louis Vuittons down Broadway, and it has to be professionally shot. It has to be professionally lit to because of what their brand is yeah. and the connection that the people who have followed them. If they just release an iPhone video, their consumers going to go, "What's going on?" Yeah, like red flags are going to go off and go, "Oh my, oh my gosh, is Louis going out of business?" Like, is are they going away? Because like, look at the production has just plummeted. Dropped. Yeah. So it's you have to meet people where they are or have the value for what you want to be. And that's what you look at. You look at vloggers and you look at this and that. And it's like half the people are on their phone and that's amazing. And half the people are having now crews follow them around as a vlog. And But it's who they are and what their brand is, what their brand stands for. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect example is to going back to really looking at who you are, who you want to be versus the comparison game versus the shoulds. Um, I think so many times, especially for new entrepreneurs, it's so easy to get caught up in that trap of like, oh, I see so-and-so killing it and they're, (laughs) they're doing X, Y, and Z. Oh, I have to do that too. Versus actually looking at what is my business really about? How can I best connect with my audience and how can I best deliver my product or service? Absolutely. It's about who you are. It's about what your DNA is. It's, it's not, it's about the process. Like if you, if you love the process of what you're doing and the why over everything else, it is so much more enjoyable than just seeing the top of the mountain and going like, all right, when I hold this trophy, it's not, my job is completed. It's always what's next. And I, and I think for me and a lot of other people, 
when like the term like hustle is thrown around, it's going to be very interesting to see what society says about it in three years when 75% of the people out there right now are just burnt out and they go back to corporate America because they want the nine to five and kids in a white picket fence. But the people who are invested, or is it just this new wave of young talent coming up in their 20s and seeing that if they put 20 hard years of work in, I'm talking like for them, whatever that looks like, just hard invested work at 40, what's going to happen? Like is our retirement age just going to drop? And that's going to be the really interesting part about society. Because if people see who they are, they know themselves, they see their DNA, they're going to be happy. And that's the ROI. Happiness is the ROI. Yeah, everyone's definition of success looks very different. (laughs) It's not just the bank account. So different. You know, for me, it's, you know, I don't even know what it is right now for me. Like if my team is happy and is happy and thriving, I'm good. Like if the people around me are happy and thriving, I'm phenomenal. And like and I, that could change in three years. But going back to the whole partners for life, like that feels like a really great place to end on because I think what that says is you're in it for the long haul, both for yourself, for your business, for your team and for your clients. Yeah, I don't know another way to do it. Yeah. And that's just who I am. Well, thank you so much, Duncan. This has been a fantastic conversation. I feel like we could go on forever, but we'll just have to save that for another time. I'm looking forward to the next one. Okay, thanks. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining the Branding BFF crew. Subscribe to stay connected to more behind-the-scenes brand conversations with entrepreneurs and brand creators. We also welcome your rating and review on iTunes so more people can find us. This show is brought to you by Spear Creative Edge, a strategic branding business. We help small business owners build a strong brand foundation so they can connect with their ideal clients and use their time, money, and energy more effectively. Learn more at spearcreativeedge.com.